The Confederacy of Dunks is now on the Talkhole Podcast Network. Check out talkhole.co for more great podcasts. Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Hey. 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 Just right off the bat, some quick trivia for our fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is Matt's voice automated when he does that, or is it actually oh. Matt doing it every time? Tweet, oh. tweet at us with yeah. the guesses. If you think you know, <laughs> say. Winner, winner gets a kokanee. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. So many kokanee here, guys. We're having a couple sips of kokanee. I'm drinking mine through a straw. <laughs> I'm drinking mine out of a bowl, <laughs> yeah. like a little kitty cat. And he's smoking a bowl. Whoa. Oh, man. Freddie, you can't say that on podcast. <laughs> Don't tell my landlord. This is effing nuts. <laughs> I um, Actually, just if I could just touch on the kokanee thing, I unfortunately tried it when I was fairly dehydrated, mm-hmm. and I thought it was the crispiest beer I've ever had in my life. Oh, yeah. very refreshing. Was this Sorry. post-trampolining? Yeah, post-trampolining. Yeah. It's from BC's for my birthday. tallest mountains, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So crisp. So, um, it's crisp and clean. I have it now uh, after I'm not dehydrated, and, um, you know, it's it's okay. Less tasty. <laughs> it's not worth the two for. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> oh, man. Guys, my name's Kevin Douse. Uh, I'm Freddie Rivas. Yeah, I'm Matt Duncan. We've got Matt Duncan here. We're on the Confederacy of Dunks. It's a great day. We've got two amazing guests yep. on the podcast today. Uh, first up, I'd like to introduce a good friend of mine, um, a writer for the Beaverton, um, editor of the website of the Beaverton, and uh, and just a, a, a generally great person to know, Jacob Duarte Spiel. Hi. Everybody gets music, Jacob. This is your intro song now, forever. This is you on the GO train going to Oshawa. <laughs> Do I, can I talk now? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of... I wasn't aware of the cues. I wasn't filled in about that. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes we like it to be a surprise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How you doing, Jacob? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Someone's phone is buzzing. <laughs> was it? Was me, I swear. <laughs> just the God. world we live in, folks. Actually, I think just it was. Just the world we I live in. I think it was mine. Um, well, on that note, uh, yeah. I say we bring the other guests here. Uh, it's a good friend of mine. We've been buddies since high school. Awesome dude. Funny man. Knows his pizza. Give it up for Joe Malexada. Hey. This is too similar to the other intro music. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's great. Are you kidding me? No, no, got... Got some some dirty synth in there. It's like they're both kind of like a trap dumpster. Oh, so, yeah, they're, they're both like yeah, moody journey songs, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to match the com- comedy uh, lifestyle here. Be roasty, roasty, roasty. Yeah. Um, well, raps, NBA, life. Um, let's get started. Kevin. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, I guess we got to start the same place we started last podcast, which is Demar is still Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, but better. Yeah, Demar Degoat. He's the best. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. It's it's a beautiful thing. Have you have you had a chance to watch many of the Raps games, Jacob? Oh, I I, I think I, I sorry. Yeah, uh, I've been watching. He's like he's unreal. I just I didn't uh, I didn't expect that. I really didn't. 
No, and it really is in all of the ways that people critique him. He was just like, yeah, but if but if it works, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, like every year he takes a perceived slight and then just like builds on that. This SI perceived slight is yeah. the most effective thing oh, I've ever man. seen. He's like he like stole Mc- Corey Maggetti's body and soul and like put it into his body and soul. Just focused, and then he's just doing his. Like what he would do in a game, and then also what Corey Maggetti would do in a game. Oh, so he's Kobe Maggetti. Yeah, he's like he's Kobe <laughs> Maggetti. He's just two people. Like his, if you look at his stat lines, it makes sense. Oh man, well, most most athletes when they get this like exterior slight put on them, they kind of brush it off. But Demar's direct. He's like, no, I did not like that specific story about yeah. me. Yeah, he knew he really, really cares about his slights. Right. He, he, went out of his, he went out of his way to say, guys ahead of me on that list know they're not as good as me. Right. <laughs> that is not letting I, sleeping dogs lie. I'm, I'm having trouble hearing uh, uh, one person. It might be Joe. He was, yeah, he was yeah. having a casual lean back from the mic. Mm-hmm. Might uh, also be me. A leaner, I'm, huh? I'm pretty throaty, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just... I mean, a, I, I'm... I'm like stunned that they were able to beat uh, Charlotte. To be honest, like, I, I, well, I'm also stunned that Charlotte is this good. But yeah, yes, I agree. I agree on both counts. And actually, when Charlotte took that lead in that game, I was like, oh, okay, game's over, well fought. And yeah, and yeah, and then just stopped so can, it. Can I ask? You guys talked about it last week. What is it about Demar's game? You know, but um, now this is, I think, four games since your last podcast. Something I mean, like, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. not just a, it's not just a blip beginning of the season thing. It's Four more games, one you know chunk of the season now. So, yeah, any any totally. change in thought? Is it going to keep going or what? Yeah, we're we're uh, was it nine games in the season? Ten games mm, in? Yeah, nine or seven and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. so we're basically like ten percent through the season. Is and this fluky or is he going to go return to water level? What's going on? Uh, I think there has to be some return to water level. Um, I don't know where that is exactly. Like, if you consider last year, he dropped like twenty three points a game. No, he's at thirty three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now he's at 33. Right. And, like, he's just so much more efficient from his hot spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Like, just the, the numbers guy in me has to think that this is the hottest streak of his life. And maybe he'll come back down, but probably not back down to 23 points. No. Like, I'd say back down to, like, 28 points. Mm-hmm. I hope I hope it's that. Yeah, Jacob, I was just saying the other day that um, – I, I am worried that at some point the, the ISO is going to stop working and then what's mm. the rest of our offense going to do? But it looks like our ball movement is also picking up. Yeah. Well, we've also, we've all, like, I think last season that was the thing that nearly killed us in the playoffs was the fact that there was so little ball movement. I yeah. think we were number 29 or something in the league mm. in assists per game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We still are. I and think. we still are. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Cool. Uh, but like the thing, okay. I actually don't think that DeMar is going to recede as much as, uh, as people might think. Cause I think that like when, when you, at least when I was watching the highlights and like how he's scoring, it's mm-hmm. not like it, it just seems to be more that he's like, he's in rhythm. It's not a, I mean, you remember like back in his, in his early games, like back in like 2010, 2011, every time he tried to go on a dribble drive, you would just like know that he was going to, dribble the ball off his foot or lose right. it immediately totally. yeah. or just take 10 seconds like, to do something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But have you noticed that he's been, 
the things that I've noticed him doing so much is he's putting his body into the opposing defender. And like, totally. if he gets by the defender, he then like stops and pushes his body up against the defender to prevent them from getting around in front of him. Mm. It's amazing. His footwork is just like, it's unreal to watch. His, his footwork hesitations and dribbling have all right. improved, yeah. like almost deceptively. Yeah. Um, and he, he's using his screens really well as well. Mm. In terms of condition. Yeah, he's in control. He's not... He's not like running super fast. He's not like doing anything that's out of the realm of his ordinary game. He's just like, he just, it seems like he's just figured it out. Right. Um, in terms of conditioning, I was reading today, he was talking about his uh, Olympic experience and he said he was gaining muscle mm. and was very cognizant of not gaining weight uh, mm. and that he got to 228 and he immediately changed his diet and his workout to go back down to 220. Which sounds so smart, so like oh, that yeah. he's maintaining his speed, his control, not a huge change in balance, but he is stronger, and you can see it. That's awesome. Yeah, you yeah, know, he, he's getting to like Duncan territory. He seems like he's, lean. Yeah. It's all about being lean. Yeah, yeah. Right. he seems like the kind of guy to be like the healthy sort of obsessive, where mm-hmm. he's just like, I can treat yeah. my body like I'm in a laboratory, so I'm going to. And like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And he's, he probably says that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was saying this. That's what his newest tattoo says, actually. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, that a whole sentence? Yes. I wanted to ask the three of you guys who know more about basketball than me before um, <laughs> that have you seen a player in your basketball watching experience that has been as gradual? And I was saying to Freddie, most uh, elite stars come in and either right away or one or two years they get up to that status. But DeMar has. It's almost like exactly 17% or something every year. <laughs> every year. And like yeah. this yeah. year he yeah. went from like like 76 to like, you know, 80. Yeah, this, this year is like when you're building your player up in NBA 2K <laughs> and they're at like 83%. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go to like 87% yeah. and they like nobody can and stop yeah, you. Yeah, you right. break the game. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've broken the game and you're like, shit, it's not even fun anymore because it's actually too easy. Yeah, no. Do you guys remember yeah. a player who's done it like this? Um, I remember Danny Granger, mm. um, but he had a, he, it was consistent, but it was still faster because mm. it was like at the, what what year is Demar yeah. in eight eight yeah, yeah. Um, Danny Granger was like he was like six points twelve points eighteen points twenty four points right. yeah and and then you know had that that huge injury yeah another indie guy Paul George did a had a similar arc where he was like oh he's pretty good oh he's really good oh my god he's yeah, amazing yeah, yeah but yeah because yeah, even before you but know, that was also uh, over three years I yeah think. exactly yeah. Like, even way before his injury he was like going toe to toe with LeBron. oh sure sure yeah. Which, you know, in a lot of ways, DeRozan, like, still isn't doing. <laughs> yeah. Colangelo drafted him, right? Do you think he's, like, uh, was it? Yeah, Colangelo drafted <laughs> yeah. Do you think he's, like, sitting somewhere going, I'm the best? I think oh. he's doing that regardless. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's definitely doing <laughs> Saying I'm the best. He's yes. now looking at him. He's, okay, he's both looking at Joel Embiid and being like, that's all me. Mm-hmm. And then looking at DeRozan <laughs> and Ross and yeah, Valanchunas yeah, exactly, yeah. and Lowry. Right. And all those guys and being like, that's all me. <laughs> and you know what? I would have drafted Powell too if I was there. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, uh, it's, keep... I can think of another player. Oh, yeah. But it's, it, if, if you go from the other side of the, of the court and you think about someone who's been had that gradual increase on defense, I think Ben Waltz is actually the best like weirdly is the best yeah. example mm. of like someone sort of building up their career the way that DeRozan has, where he was good. You know, he, he was undrafted, obviously, but yeah. like yeah. as as time went on, he just like figured out the game. He just figured out his positioning. He just paid a lot of attention. And by the end of it, you know, 
four defensive player of the year awards in five years. Yeah. Probably deserve the fifth too, mm. but you know, they don't want to give it out that many times in a row. You know, it's full disclosure. He's my favorite player of all time. <laughs> hey, but like, hey you always got to, if you have a favorite player, you got you to slip him in every conversation exactly, yeah. and disclose it. You know, no, it's just, course. it's got to go down he, like that. He actually does fit this conversation. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> not apologizing for yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> That's a, it's a good pick too. It's yeah, um, flips actually, if we're talking about centers, I think Marcus Gasol had a very gradual rise. He came into the league yeah. with like, as a throw in trade with his brother in the, in the Memphis Lakers deal. And and he was basically now, yeah. yeah he um you know he had conditioning he had a issues. Three point to his to his uh you know he can shoot three pointers now. Yeah, like, he's popping threes this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, we can agree if if Demar does add the three, then that's truly that's like, yeah going to be something else. that changes yeah. our whole team's offense. Yeah. yeah, I I was actually kind of half wondering if like if he even has enough energy in his game to yeah. add the three. I know <laughs> only because like when you're taking that many shots rolling through that many screens and all, all the possessions where he doesn't shoot, he still usually dribbles into trouble and then kicks it out to someone, which he's gotten better at this year as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wonder if he could add the three like in a meaningful way. I think like he's at 30 or 30% right now, right? His career almost has always been 30%. Yeah. Which is, which is, which is not good enough. Right. Yeah. Um, I feel like that I, might be. I don't a, think it's, oh. Okay. No, I was going to say, I don't think it's unreasonable to like, you know, uh, I think a lot of people think about like the three point line as if it's some, you know, really huge addition to the game. But you look at a player like Chris Humphreys, for example, who is already kind of shooting a little like, you know, like uh, around the top of the key. He yeah. just steps back an extra foot. Yeah. There's something you know? about that extra foot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, I know. There, there's guys like Garnett and, um, well, actually, yeah, even like uh, like Lowry is someone who added had added the three. Um, so is Paul Pierce. Yeah. Well, it's, I think DeRozan is for sure a guy who could add the I th- three. I think he will when he when he gets older and he like loses a right. step athletically. Yeah, totally. He seems like the kind of player to I be like, almost, okay, that's what I, I think. Do. He just like I think what's so cool about this run as well is he thinks about basketball differently. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think he's full on like Sam Mitchell, like like being like, yeah, uh, put <laughs> that, analytics are dumb. Guys. Yeah, Soft put the analytics. Yeah, put those <laughs> analytics in your pipe and smoke it. You know, I I don't think he's like that. And obviously, he gets the line so much, which is good for analytics people. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think he has an idea uh, of the, of like basketball where you're supposed to draw a lot of attention, score hard shots. And frustrate the other team. Hmm. That's his thing. It's like a chess match with him. And yeah, he's not one of these guys who's like, oh, why take a shot if it's not a three? For a guy with such work ethic, um, it kind of baffles the mind for a decent shooter why he hasn't added the three. It kind of makes you think he hasn't tried or it's never been one of those summertime things that he's gone after 100% where he's like, I'm going to add the three this summer. Yeah. Maybe he has, maybe he hasn't, but he's he's always been able to, you know, finish his improve what he yeah. wants to improve so eight mm-hmm. years in i feel like he hasn't tried to do that over the summer yet i don't know yeah probably yeah. or or maybe he keeps like like when he when he shoots in the gym he keeps getting to like 33 percent 34 percent and he's like only gonna unleash it yeah um, when he's at 30 36 you know what don't even whoa sorry <clears throat> don't even try the three this year demar <laughs> just take this momentum and go straight into the playoffs with it don't think about the past playoffs at all. Yeah. You've got this momentum. I don't, if it and drops off, like if he just goes strolling in, say he averages 28, 29 points or something going in the playoffs, and then it's like the jitters come again. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't do Matt. it. Yeah. 
Demar, listen yeah. to Coach Matt. Keep doing what you're doing, even if it's very stoppable <laughs> in the in the. Uh, you throw a three, you're off the team. You throw a three, you're off the team. Okay, Dwayne Casey out. Um, that's that's actually a pretty good transition because I was also thinking we, um, uh, you know, we've we've had plenty of conversation about the frustrations and the and the and the the. The well job well dones of Dwayne Casey. Yeah. Couldn't find a word for that. No, that's a great no word. word. No yeah. word. At great all. word. Um <laughs> I think that Dwayne Casey is also uh getting getting better. He's showing yeah. he's showing he's he's turning some corners. His strategy and matchup adjustments have been really cool this year. Mm-hmm. And you've got big steps forward, it looks like, from Ross Bebe, Powell, DeRozan. Is like, he still wearing blazers with jeans? Not a good look, Casey. Fix that, buddy. <laughs> he's still doing that. He's yeah. not wearing jeans. Uh, he's blazers with jeans. He does. He, he does blazers with mismatched pants. We need a fact check. Yeah. Here. Maybe at practice. Not, Come on. not jeans. You not were jeans. outspoken about that last season, so I just want to make. It's not. It's not jeans. It's just mismatched blazer and <laughs> no pants. No jeans. Fat ties, guys. No I can't do it. Jeans. Okay. <laughs> Drop <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> you were making the point, Kevin. Is. Uh, is Nogueira, is Bebe the uh, Biz 2? Right? Uh, yeah, is, is, are, we, are we there already? Are we not <laughs> Are we not missing Biz? Well, I think... Uh, oh, I said that last year. Yeah. I said, he. you know, like what... Yeah, I think we both. What Biz does that. was so unbelievably exciting, but like with what the Raptors need and do, that was a very replaceable um, yeah, asset. Totally. Just Back because center. it's basically just someone who can block shots. Yeah. Like that's the difference between like... Bebe and Jonas and Pirtle right now. Bebe just had a game or two or three yeah. where he's really altering shots, right. really blocking shots, yeah. and nobody's guarding him on offense. Oh, so he's, he's looked getting, so good. Lately. Yeah, he's, he's getting putbacks. Yeah. Like he definitely still. I hope nobody gets carried away and thinks that he's like even close to as good as Jonas. But no. I mean, the start still, him. We're start still him. probably far away from that. You know what? What Bebe did? A big thing that he did that made him better. What he quit drinking. Oh yeah, wow. he, he hasn't had a drip in over six it's months. Inside baseball, guys. Right? Nutrition is yep. important. Wow, and doesn't go out as much either. He said he doesn't go out to the clubs and all that stuff. You know who you learned that from? <laughs> Imagine that really. Well, Demar Derozan. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Demar's a good influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a bunch of guys on the team with kids. Like, who you going to the club with? Yeah, I love that. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What are, What are you thinking on uh, on Bebe, uh, Jacob? Uh, I think Bebe is like well. All right, I'm going to say this because I just picked him up for fantasy because <laughs> nice. I really needed some blocks. <laughs> yeah, he's like, too, he's like ranked eighth overall in fantasy. <laughs> I, I like. Here's the thing. I think that he's. Um, I think he actually has better offensive instincts than uh, than Biombo. I to think be you're honest. right. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, totally. Watching, yeah. Just watching, like you know, watching uh, uh, highlights and 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 watching a couple of games. You just he just. He's not like he's not a great offensive player, but he like kind of just knows where to be. Yeah, and his, and his hands like, also. Like, and also, Biombo has like just had the worst hands. Yeah. Oh like. yeah, has anyone watched Biombo in Orlando? Yeah, it's that's not. what happens when you don't have two I superstar guards. Yeah, so what's what's the story? Yeah. With oh, him? he looks fantastic. Yeah. He like like is awesome at blocking shots, mm-hmm. and um, he looks that's like Biombo. Yeah, yeah, the, he lo- he look, but like he looks like Biombo if no one ever passes to him in the pick and roll. Well, I was gonna ask. <laughs> or you go ahead, Jacob. Go ahead. What did you say? Sorry. You go ahead. You were making a point. Oh no, nothing. I just uh, like I think that it's, he's just he has really fast hands, which I didn't expect. Like he's he's getting you know uh, it's only been four games, obviously, but he's averaging two steals a game. Like that's 
Yeah. Like that's, that's not that's what a center is usually supposed to do. Totally. Yeah. Especially not one who's, you know, yeah. He's actually a very unique player. I know. Because he, he's also a good passer. He's a good passer. He's um, crazy yep. long, like deceptive long. Like well, I, I yeah, think he's like a if he if he keeps oh so long, he's like the he's like a bean pole. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I like he has like this skill set that um he's like a thinner DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like Yeah, if if that yeah. if that extra inch that he has means you actually can't jump off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that like he just has one more inch and that inch means that you physically cannot jump. <laughs> physically can't jump. <laughs> Um, also, yeah. great nickname. Long weekend, all about it. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah. Oh, is that replacing his like actual natural nickname, natural Bebe? Nickname of Bebe? I think I think Bebe has just become his real name. Oh yeah, fair and enough. and Long Weekend is now Does his nickname. He actually Long enjoy Weekend's weekend? pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> is, is he gonna get it on the back of his jersey like Nene? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. Well, back to <laughs> back to what you were saying, Kevin, um, mm-hmm. about uh, uh, Casey and his adjustments. I mean. Even Biombo, I think the improvement you saw last year has a lot to do with the Raptors system and yeah, yeah. The development inside the the club. For and sure, I think if sure. you can compare, like it's hard for a guy who just like myself, who just watches the Raptors, it's hard to know the uh, below the surface stuff of different franchises. But Raptors have the, a good, the D-League, good development. Oh, yeah. Our development system, like, we're seeing it pay off. And, like, and I don't think yeah. Biombo would he have improved as much under – he had a perfect year for him last year. Yeah, Casey really – see like as much as I've been very frustrated over the years with like, you know, him keeping uh, Valanciunas, who has like amazing PER, under 26 minutes for his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as frustrating as that has yeah. been to watch, he seems very good at keeping all players on the team hungry. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. He's brought in Norm Powell just in the fourth quarters of the last couple yeah. games. Oh, sorry, he started the one game. But – um. Yeah, like the way that Norm Powell is coming in and being effective in like all sorts of scenarios right. is is a testament yeah, to obviously beauty. Powell, but but Casey. Yeah. But I, wait, wait, I just got I just got to yeah. say this before we move on from Bebe. Um, we're not talking about the very hilarious article that came out. About oh my God! Yeah, where he lives in he lives in Bismack's old apartment. <laughs> and wait, keep no. elaborating, Kevin. Kevin's got all the goods on this. Hold on, he sleeps in Bismack's old bed. <laughs> Hold on, keep going, Kevin. <laughs> So, first of all, Bebe says, I don't know if it's some kind of a magic. But Second think, of all, keep going, think, Kevin. But I think, that's, I think that might have something to do with it. But more than anything, I didn't sleep in Bismack's bed or go move into his apartment because I wanted the magic from it. It's because my baby mama wanted more room for the daughter. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, baby. Yeah. So, just, so there's a magical bed now in the Raptors lore. That's yeah. Good. Wait. They all moved into his apartment. Whole team, team lives. <laughs> no, just so, Bebe's family. Yeah, Bebe's family. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if like. No, no. Actually, like cur- every <laughs> ACC employee, um, everyone who's ever like, like you know, set up lights and pyro at the ACC. Everybody's in there. They all yeah. live in one oh, condo apartment. God. So who gets the bed next? In the, is it uh, <laughs> is it Bebe or uh, Bruno? Give Bruno the bed. <laughs> He's been please, waiting. Please give, give him Bruno something. the bed. <laughs> He's a futon guy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted, you interrupted uh, where the, we're going because I just just talking about Casey and like and uh, you know I mean winning helps, but he's he's 
responsible in a, in a big way for the only culture we've ever had here. Right. I, and now is it chick? It's like a chicken and the egg. Is he the way? I love how he's not gun shy with rookies and youngsters. Now has he been giving good youngsters, or is him him putting them out there, pushing them forward faster? I well, mean, look I, at Powell last year and this year has been amazing. I think that's like fairly new, mm-hmm. and I also think that Masai has done a good job of kind of a taking away some of Casey's like bad habits. Mm. Like he gutted our center depth, I think, in part this year because he just doesn't know how to get Casey to keep Valanciunas on the floor. Right. And Casey's already successfully found a way to keep <laughs> Valanciunas off the floor in oh, the fourth man. quarters. But no, obviously it's it's been good. And I think like if you instill the culture that a win is a win is a win, then all all is well. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously Valanciunas, you know, is a pretty dedicated player, um, even with his like Lithuanian coach saying awful things about. Yeah, him that was not a good off season. Um, he's responded very well, and you know, the, like he, he just came back from that little knee injury, and his look, he's looked fine mm-hmm. in the minutes he's played. I think. Um, I mean, I think the, the thing that amazes me about about Casey is it feels like you know he, he was obviously like never involved with the Spurs, but it really does feel like. Toronto has kind of become like Spurs yes. and North yes. in terms of developing players. Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't really had a bad draft in a while. Right. If you yeah. look at like the, the outcome that eventually happens, like you look at someone like the fact that Norman Powell is as good as he is. It's insane. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. We're not even talking about Pascal <laughs> or, or Yakum. And that's Spurs North without... Start, the starting point of David Robinson and, and Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, it just feels like in terms of just the development of players, like even someone like Pascal Siakam, like like that guy is, you know, he's he he was he's just been good. But like, yeah, like we won seven, we won seven of nine games with him as our starting power forward. But like that's yeah. that's not supposed to happen. I know. That's yeah. I know. That's supposed to be exactly like. We we signed Carroll last year, who played twenty six games, mm-hmm. and we have fifty six wins. We right. signed Sullinger yeah. this year, hasn't played a game. Like Valanciunas yeah. in and out all the time. The, the, uh, I, though I, I do feel like, as much as I love Masai, we do have to remember all of the drafts, right. and you know Bruno is one. Yeah, um, and and we'll see, we'll see. It it's, was a dice roll, you never yeah, know. Yeah, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. But I, I think Bruno for me right now, he's not in sunk cost territory. But he is in like fringe, fringe chance at being a, like a valuable rotation player sure. territory. It'll be interesting to see what happens for sure. Like, I mean, he's so young. If we can, he's if so we can, young. if we can develop him, still, then it's like one of the most amazing accomplishments. If you, if you put him on a big man timeline, it's like not insane that a twenty year old is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Totally. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. Like, I like just uh, just about development though, like. Uh, I was watching preseason of Terrence Ross. Oh, Ross is and, having a great uh, season, yeah. As well, as well. But like, just like how much better he is all of a sudden, just going off the dribble. There was like, there was. Uh, I was watching tapes with him, just like, just like taking guys, yeah, right yeah. to the bat. Like that's not that's never been his game, and they they managed to add that probably just through sheer work and effort on on both the part of. Oh, I think I think is we lost a, Jacob. Is that a drop call? I'll finish this point. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's still on the line. Okay. But I think We're he needed to hold. hit a button with his cheek. Ooh. Okay. Jake. 
Okay, well, I, well okay. Mystery time. Rod, until, he, until he comes back, I still think Joe should finish his point. <laughs> well, uh, I think Ross, he's a... He's a hey, are you every, back, Jacob? Oh, there he goes. Did oh, you? Wait, what just happened there? I think you put us on hold. How? With, you don't, you with don't like us. Sorry, sorry, guys. Sorry. Hey, sorry. no problem. <laughs> Joe is going to finish your point. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Someone, someone else do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding, but... You go, you go, man. I don't know what, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. What, oh, what were we talking about when he left? We're talking um, about Ross adding, adding stuff to his game. Yes, yes. The drive. Yeah, I was just saying, like, the fact that everyone is taking steps forward regardless of, of their experience level is really impressive. Like, Valanchunas is, I think, one of the biggest examples of that. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's, there's just so many instances in which players get picked up, uh, either through trade or through draft, and they just never amount to anything they just yeah. kind of disappear oh totally like look at like look at someone like anthony bennett not a great player by any stretch of imagination shouldn't be taken first but like yeah the amount to which he dropped off the map had he been picked up by a different team mm-hmm. or, or like, even a guy like uh, ben mclemore you know he was yeah. a high yeah. guy for sacramento sacramento is a great example of like drafting players who probably could have been good they're already just, giving up on collie stein which is yeah just like what exactly. are you doing just like what yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, Ross is a guy, oh, yeah. and uh, he can't help in, in every post-game scrum. He says that he's learning from DeMar. He watches DeMar every practice going after DeMar. So great. I hope you just, you're just you seeing it rub off on him couple, a bit. A couple of running themes. DeMar teaches good habits. Yeah. Also, Terrence Ross mm-hmm. changed his diet this offseason, he said. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Just yeah. Did you guys read, uh, There was an, I think it was Zach Lowe wrote this article about um, Manu Ginobili and, like, the Argentina national team. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. great article. Incredible article, but, like, the thing that really struck me about it was they get really in-depth about, like, how, about, like, the impact that a single player can have on an entire organization. Yeah. Sure, Just yeah. through, like, developing, like, they talk about, like, uh, what was it, getting manu like, that very specific pass that Manu Ginobili essentially invented that now, yeah. like, every player seems to do, mm-hmm. or every distributor anyway seems uh-huh. to do. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think I think Demara is like, um, I, I know he's like he leads by example, but I also mm-hmm. feel like he's like a verbal leader in the sense of totally. like, you know, he like, like he's 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 not one of these players who's like not in the cool group. Like mm-hmm. he's in mm-hmm. the cool group, but he also seems to have this like non-judgmental attitude. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he, I think, even more than Lowry, embodies the like. Toronto's always getting slighted. We yes. the North campaign, yes. mm-hmm. and I think Lowry obviously is a massive part of it. But he kind of joined a little bit later with like already like, like his own chips on his shoulder. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not like he is like you know we, like like put it this way: we tried to trade him in the year that we became a yeah like a good team. Yeah, was that Lowry or DeRozan? Lowry, Lowry. Yeah, that's right to the Knicks, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but but you know DeRozan like. He's like he came in after Vince. He saw Bosch leave. Right. He saw like he experienced all the like all the shit that is that is a Raptor like <laughs> life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, not that Lowry didn't experience some some losing as well, but I think that Lowry was like one of these like hothead players or perceived hothead players that was getting bounced around the league. And DeRozan was like, yeah, yeah, he got to experience the the crap and and overcome it. And now he's not settling for just overcoming it, which is amazing. Which is really, really fun. Yeah, the past couple of years. It's kind of what you dream about as a sports fan, to be honest. (laughs) Totally, yeah. yeah. The past couple of years, you know, 
when you see criticisms of like league-wide NBA talk shows or whatever, and we all know Raptors in general don't get their due, and definitely DeMar didn't, but mm-hmm. now it's to a point where it's getting kind of ridiculous not to give him his due, and, yeah. and he, he knows that just as well as anyone. Guys, we got swept up in Raptor love. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's me. There is a whole rest of the league going on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait, but Joe, Joe just brought up a good point, though. Which like, is? Do, do, like, how, are we, how are we feeling these days on, um, you know, the Raptors? Because actually, okay, I, I, I have an opinion on the Raptors, you know, not getting their due south of the border. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I have an American girlfriend. I go to the U.S. a lot. Um, and I, I, I have... I have a, like a uh, a little bit of an idea. So I think that our biggest snubbers or the people who are guilty of snubbing us the most is the Canadian media outlets. Mm-hmm. And I think that hockey talk. If boy. you like, in, wow. like when I'm in South Carolina, it's not actually that hard to like see Raptors come up on PTI mm. or um, ESPN for them to talk about DeRozan or Lowry or whatever. Like, like they don't get the coverage that. Oh, that's good to know. Like that LeBron or Durant do or whatever, like because mm-hmm. they're not that level. Right. But I would say they get equal, if not more, cover- coverage than the Spurs when I'm in the States. Yeah. And the Spurs have been a much better franchise for a longer time. Well, I think there's a Canadian uh, hockey holdover thing. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Matt, oh, yeah. Matt doesn't F- like the Spurs. FYI, Jacob and Joe, Matt is Matt is decided to hate the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, three weeks ago. It's a three-week-old hate. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, America, the Spurs, we're all going down together. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold my hand. But you, I, what, uh, if I could ask, what's your biggest uh, negative, positive surprise from uh, the Raptors this year? Um, it's got to be DeRozan surprise. DeRozan, yeah, that's the obvious second yeah. most. <laughs> See, Pirtle, yeah. no? Pirtle. I would say rookies yeah. as, as a general concept. Pirtle, Siakam. It's been a very pleasant surprise. Where's Heslip? Brady didn't make it. Nine oh five, buddy. Nine oh five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you check him out. It's Mississauga. Let's get some tickets, Jack and Die. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what Mississauga's like. Oh, man. Jacob, just a quick question. Do you think Mississauga's yeah. like what Matt just said? <laughs> what? I couldn't hear you. It's like oh, it's like the like the 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 ballad of Jack and Diane, or what's that song called? Is that what it's called? I think it's, it's called uh, Jack and Diane. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Mississauga. Uh, I think it was about American, Mississauga. American Pie? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, American, American Pie. pie yeah. <laughs> no, no, Miss, Mississauga is American Pie. It's um, American Woman. Very, um, <laughs> American Woman is a Canadian song. I, all I know is I think that that guy has a big cat as a middle name. Wait, someone has big cat as a middle name? Yeah. Mississauga people. Is that Mellencamp? Oh, John Big Cat. Yes, oh, that's yeah. right. That's that's John Mellencamp. Um, uh, okay, that was a deep, amazing that was, reference. That was a real good, real good. Kid. Yeah, good. We all had to like literally yeah. like look look in our joke though. We know no. each other better now. <laughs> we had to look in our minds for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sorry, Kev, where were you going? Uh, I don't remember, man. Basketball. Big positive or negative surprise. Oh, right. That was Joe's question. A big positive well, you guys brought it up the beforehand. Raptors. Yeah. I guess the negative is like Damari Carroll's just That's an old right, man. Yeah. yeah. Do you think yeah. he's never Carol. getting back? Never getting back, Carroll? Not all the way back, I don't no. think. Yeah. I, I would honestly say like the biggest negative, and this is like a uh, question dodging type of thing, but the biggest negative is that every time I watch a Cleveland game, I'm like, 
right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, but it, it's fun to be a great number two, and I'm really enjoying it. But every time I watch a Cleveland game, I'm like, no I, chance. I'll I take I'll take ten years of being good and maybe like a me final too. run yeah. in there. Me too. I, me too. I think Masai is so he's he's so in control. I think he's waiting for next summer and he's gonna go for super team, go get some big name, some big trade, something next summer. Not this year. I mean, it's gone. <laughs> I mean, that is that is a good segue into another thing I was going to talk about, which is uh, there's already some some DeMarcus Cousins trade talk right. going around there. Right. There's also some Clay Thompson oh, that's, trade that's talk. Happening. Um, they're, they're just they're just going to trade Demarcus Cousins. It's boogie not. Boogie has to get out of there. He's gonna he's gonna like yeah. blow up the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving on yeah. to the NBA. Yeah, that's our strut music. Strutting to a new subject. Yeah, everyone do a squat. Hey, yeah. <laughs> The Raptors waving in the distance. <laughs> no, no more. No more. Um, yeah, so I think we're all maybe in agreement that a boogie trade is is happening. He's not mm-hmm. playing out his contract there. Do we? Do we all think that? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on Vivek Grandive and like how you know if he's if he's one of these GMs who just won't trade the guy. Well, he's the um, owner, so oh, I mean, so I guess he does have the final say because but. we we have seen that you know <laughs> like with the Raptors with Bosch, we just you know. Yeah, uh, like, like I don't think Boogie is sad. I'm sure he's made little tweets and Instagrams mm. and stuff. But so, do you think they're gonna blow up or try to contend? What what are the, what's their direction? I feel like what they're doing they have right Gay now. Still, right? I feel like what they're doing right now is trying to win, and it's obviously not working. Right? They're uh, the Vancouver Canucks of the NBA. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jacob, what's your trade package for Boogie? Where does he go? Does he come to the Raptors? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh God, I hope not. Uh, um, I don't know. Like he's he's such a weird. That team is so weird to me because, like, I think Darren Collison is like low key one of the better point cards in the league, and that's in a league that's like a that has just every team has an incredible point guard. Um, but I, I, you know, I could be totally wrong about that. I just I kind of feel like he he might end up. Like, which teams have made really, really bad chemistry decisions in the last couple of years? <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. Although that Chicago, seems to be working sorry. for Houston. him. Houston. Uh, Anyone who got Howard. Yeah, yeah exactly. except Atlanta yeah. this year. Actually, Howard is in the exact right situation right yep. now because he's in his hometown. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like that's the one place he could go that wouldn't, he wouldn't ruin the team <laughs> yeah. or turn the city against them. I mean, you know, Lakers. Yep. Lakers... Knicks for, trade Rose and Noah for a boogie. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be, be so. I think funny. the Kings, knowing the Kings, would go for that. Yeah, they'd be like a broken down Noah on the year one of an awful contract. Let's rock. Sold. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know if Boogie gets traded. Like I don't. I think he he's gonna have to force a trade. I think Sacramento's gonna keep trying to make it work. Um, he's just that talented. And as far as the Raptors, um. Masai seems like he values continuity a, yeah, b- right, yeah. a bit more than than making the blockbuster trade. Right. And and also with our team, it seems like I don't know to land that major PF that we need. Mm. We're looking for like a versatile guy over someone yeah. who like fills it up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if Valanciunas is in that trade, then that changes like the conversation slash chemistry of our team. So, you know? so what, what beats Cleveland if you're the Raptors? What do you- Oh, I think definitely like something like Boogie would be necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, I, I don't, I don't think Millsap would do it. I don't think Ibaka would do it. No. Um, I think you need someone who you have to be like. I think maybe like Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. if that worked. Yeah. And Boogie, if that worked. But so, like, if we got a guy like that, there's going to be also like that year long chemistry hangover. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a strong feeling that Messiah, like he does like continuity. One of the my favorite things about him and this team. Yeah. Um, but uh, the next trade. Is going to be a heartbreaker. It's going to be a fan favorite. Well, like it's Corey got, Joseph. It's got to be. Yeah. Like yeah. We, o- we only have lovable guys. Right. So. And right. at some points, like you know, we, we keep stealing a PhD Steve's idea here, but like besides really good <laughs> at turning nickels into dimes. That's right. And dimes into quarters, but he can't seem to get a dollar. Right. He can't exactly. land that star as a well, GM. Toronto hasn't. You know. Yeah. Ever. For, yeah. Exactly. For right. for for Denver and for Toronto. Messiah has not been able to land the superstar. Yeah. Well, I mean, Damari was the missing piece we wanted, and we landed <laughs> Right, him. but it's like, it's still a role player. Yeah, like, true, I think, true, true. Uh, I think, I don't know, it takes very, very special circumstances for right. a guy like Harden to move, mm-hmm. or a guy like, yeah. um, you know, a superstar to really, to move. Well, is, first step is getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And showing yeah, that I mean, I think, you think we get there again? We're still boosting up our... Um, you know, league-wide stock. Toronto's got to be looking better after Trump, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Segway? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Um, wait a second. And... <laughs> I, thought, I thought there was a new guy that was the GM. What the hell happened with that? Did I dream that? Oh, no, that's no, you're, just you're nomenclature. Right. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's nothing. Same guys in the, in the company getting <laughs> promotions and stuff. Okay, because it's yeah, it still says Messiah's the general manager. I, you know what? President now. There's, there's like three guys. Pres and and alternate. But I'm just NBA gonna governor. keep saying Messiah. Yeah, because it's, it's him. It's it is Messiah and Shanahan are the same. He is the thing. general manager. <laughs> there. Who's the guy you guys were stuck on? Jeff Weltman. Weltman, yeah. Well, you know, Weltman's the official he's GM. Just, he's an executive vice president of basketball operations, um, on the Toronto Raptors site. Yeah, well, fair enough. Know. Um, where where were we just going though? I want to ask um if. What's Golden State looking for if they trade uh, Clay? Uh, I think the world. Like, I, yeah, I yeah. think if they trade Clay, it's not happening. They're looking for like, I don't know, Schadenfreude. Yeah, like, like, what's, they, what's like better, I, I don't what's know what they're. Clay? They're yeah. throwing away. They're like, hey, we finally, through rare circumstances, <laughs> landed an opportunity to have the shot at the next five finals. Right. Let's throw that away. Yeah, yeah we're, like we that's need, what they're doing if they do that. We need to improve our weakness that does yeah. not exist. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if Clay <laughs> loses his mind and is like, I don't want to be here. I want to be the guy on a team that will not win. Like. Maybe, but yeah, that no, would be uh, that would be Durant. like a like Shakespearean break of character, right? Yeah, Maybe like for like, you, a, uh, like a '93 Michael Jordan, if you could do a trade like that or something. But who else would you trade him for if you couldn't go back in time? Oh, I see, I see what you're you saying. see what I'm doing here. A 1993 Michael Jordan is the only person who's getting traded for Clay Thompson. Oh, I see. It's not happening. It's <laughs> unless we figure out time travel. Oh, Matt's got his like serious face on. And <laughs> sorry, and, it's the Kokanee folks. And near his bed, I can see right now there's a time traveler's <laughs> wife book. So something's <laughs> brewing in the mother. And a sticky um, note on the front that says I, blueprints. I would enjoy uh, Splash Brothers becoming Splash Guy. Splash Guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That would be insane. I'd love it just because it would break up Golden State. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. What do you think, Jacob? You got, Any? Uh... I gotta ask something. Sure. These the, the Clay Thompson trade rumors aren't. Is this the stuff that Brian Scalabrini was talking about? <laughs> oh, I, d- I actually don't know. I really hope so. Now, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't see the because source, but I really hope that's you, true. 
Did you hear about where he got the, that rumor? No, no, I did not. So, so uh, I, apparently, not to like you know burst the bubble on the last couple minutes of please oh, burst, no. the burst it, burst it. <laughs> well, it's one of those like those, uh, unbelievable rumors, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those uh, Clay Thompson trade rumors actually turned out to be from like a conspiracy theory website. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That like oh, doesn't man. believe the moon is real. Or something. <laughs> That's <laughs> fantastic. You have to like oh, look man. it up. It's, Not... it's really funny because you scroll through it and it's like, Wait. It, it, it says, it says like uh, worldwide Jewish conspiracy. The moon, is it real? Clay Thompson <laughs> might be going to Boston. Like, <laughs> wait, really, wait, 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 wait. So they say that the, like not the moon landing, they say the, the moon, the moon, moon itself. <laughs> I the like moon landing that. was real. I, I, I the moon, it up, but it's like it's, it's something, it's something so, along those lines. The moon really is funny. a projection by the reptilians who are in control of the Illuminati, who are going to organize a trade yeah. of Clay Thompson to Boston. <laughs> exactly. It's it's funny. I, hypothetically, like I think if we're still talking about it, though, I feel like Clay Thompson is one of those guys who's really uh, been advantaged by his situation. I don't totally. know how good oh, he would yeah. have it on another team. Yeah, right. I, I agree 100%. He's a, he's a very good player, but like he's he's yeah. part of that system. Well, yeah, I think well, he's... It's like, it, it's like with, uh, you know, when Nash was surrounded by like some pretty okay uh, shooting guards besides uh, Richardson. But like, like when you had someone like Raja Bell, like what happened to him? Like that's just, and he was a good player on that team. Yeah, and he essentially disappeared after that. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think like um, with Clay, you'd see a lot of what's happening to Harrison Barnes this year. Yeah. Um, lots yeah. of usage. Yeah, high volume. Twenty-two points a game. You know, solid. Probably not going to be an all-star. But, like, a good volume guy with percentages that are way, way lower than he is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, he's a very good shooter who's been shooting, you know, nearly open threes for a big part of his career. Or, like, not open threes, but yeah, he's been allowed to get hot with extra spacing because of Curry. He wasn't relied upon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I actually, I've been, I, that's a, what you were talking about, but just to bring it all the way back to the surprise plus, uh, surprise positive, surprise negatives. Yeah. Harrison Barnes was super surprising. Yeah. I drafted him in fantasy and I'm very happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, we talked, we talked ever so briefly about this, but do you guys actually think that, uh, Trump's election changes the climate of the NBA in any way? Um, it is yeah, one of the more absolutely. progressive leagues yeah, I mean, in, totally. in sports, or the most, maybe. Well, okay. Well, let's let's start with so let's start, let's start with something that's already happened. Mm-hmm. So they canceled the All Star Game in North Carolina, North Carolina right. because yeah. of the yeah. awful transgender bathroom bill, and um, you know if the NBA loved it, it yeah, loved, loved it. it. It was yeah. it was a, I was a, I was it was a very prideful moment in, yeah, in the NBA. Great. When does me. a league put money on the back burner? Exactly, that's yeah. never happens. Um, loved it. You know, uh, I, I think that the NBA is not is not really focusing too hard on silencing its um, its players, yeah. its coaches right now. I think maybe it's abandoning the idea of like being on message, which mm. is, which is great. But it's an absurd thing for a sports league to try and do. Yeah, yeah but no, but I also doesn't think, stop the other leagues. I also think they're. Um, it's going to change the climate of the NBA. Like, I don't think with people like moving to Toronto, but I think it is going to be, um, you know, protestation in the NBA is going to be mm. more important. I think, um, you know, places like Oklahoma might be less desirable. Um, when, yeah. When we'll you see. saw um, 
I mean, there was rumors that John Gibbons was a Trump supporter and Bill Belichick and all these. Yeah. <laughs> and in those sports, you can easily imagine that. And then in the NBA, like such a contrast. Uh, obviously, Popovich's statements and uh, Gun- Van Gundy. Uh, it was great. And uh, I mean, Popovich's statement, I-, I think I listened to it five, six times just enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's a more progressive league. And uh, I think quite the opposite. They are encouraging, um, by and large, or absolutely not restricting them from speaking out. And it's great. I think, and I wanted to ask this, it's a weird hypothetical, but championship teams meet the president oh right how's that gonna play out i mean lebron i think has been pretty open about not you know being openly uh against trump and uh yeah i said when when the raptors win in 2019 does lamar want to go to the white house (laughs) yeah um what do you think about like you know and then look at the west right like who who are the most likely to win yeah two coaches that are yeah. the most openly against him, pretty oh, yeah. much. Like, mm-hmm. was it Kerr and Popovich have both been? Yeah, yeah. The Curry, the Curry family, Van, Van the Curry family has been very loud about this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's. I think that uh, what you were saying about contrast is a big is a big part of it. Uh, uh, did you? I couldn't quite hear everything. Did you guys mention Sterling? No, we actually didn't even go there. But yeah, that was yeah. But that... like Sterling Hardaway, uh, when uh, when uh, Collins came out as gay, yep. being like so anti, like people losing jobs and stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. But like on top of that, it's not just because you know. I think a lot of people would say, oh, it's because the players are black; they have like an interest in this. It's not. It's because no, the yeah. team is super international and contains yes. players from exactly. all over Europe and South America. Well, yep. the NFL is the same percentage of black players. I think are very mm-hmm. close to it, and oh, polar, yeah. polar opposite attitude in that. League. Like even a guy like. Seth Felosha, exactly. he's yeah. gonna, he's going to continue to be vocal about what happened to him in, with in the New York. NYPD. Yeah, um, yeah, was, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, so and that, that's an example. Is actually, from like he's from Switzerland. Italy? Yeah, Switzerland. Um, he's from like uh, some European country, right? Yeah, he's from Switzerland, and he's always been um, he's always been a very outspoken human rights advocate. Anyway, yeah. like that's always been mm-hmm. part of his mo. Um, I just want to know what Meta World Peace thinks about all this. <laughs> He's Probably just, something that makes no sense. Yeah, just a friend of the pandas. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, sorry, I said your that, name wrong. That didn't legally take panda friend. <laughs> not his legal name. Oh man. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's uh. It's, it's the the other little bit of of NBA news. It's still tentative, but it looks like they're going to be signing a new CBA uh, right. by early December, which is very exciting. Um. And mm-hmm. a, a big part of it is it looks like there's a couple of fairly progressive things trying to be worked into that. Um, uh, and I'll touch on that in a second. I just think it's what's sort of interesting is that apparently what happened is um, there was no real debate over the basketball-related income this time, which was the the yeah. sticking point of the whole last Very lockout. Very yes. Um, because apparently the, Lee, or the, the Players Association had their lawyers look into all of the tangentially related basketball related income streams mm-hmm. that the owners had previously like not let players have <laughs> like rental rental of own of of boxes is should be bri but isn't mm-hmm. and like things like all these little 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 things yeah actually translates into like a one or two percent bump in basketball related income yeah. and uh, so because cool. because the players were like cool we don't need to change it but we want these that was like that was the give and take and then they went on to yeah to oh. other I think um, talk about awesome. really other important things. Uh, most of the 
print articles you've read about this new CBA is uh, people have emphasized the contrast from the last agreement, which um, a lot of people are chalking it up to uh, silver versus um, stern. For sure. I and think then, that's uh, a very big difference. I think, I think the big, and, there, and, and a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a lot easier this time. Everyone's coming to the table. I think the biggest reason for that is that TV deal and... Oh, yeah. Maybe sure. maybe oh, everyone's yeah. just now happy with just, whatever just their percentage. Oh, that amount of money! Everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah. yep. It's like okay, I'll take two percent less. Just don't kick me out of this deal oh, at yeah. all. And I think the, if I'm not mistaken, the NFL and the NBA haven't had to renegotiate um, their TV contracts. So expect that to happen when those right. leagues have to renegotiate totally. those contracts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that gives them more. Uh, that's good. I think that's the reason you're seeing more of a focus on these progressive issues too, is because money is not like the all-consuming thing this time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, now I was I was just saying there's um there's going to be a new domestic violence policy where they have actual like yeah. they have actual specific punishments like right. lined out, but also beyond that, they said they really want to focus on education and and therapy and support for 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 wives and women and things like that too which i think is is something that i don't think any league has openly talked about that which is really good yeah i mean well, i think i think you're also looking like the thing the focus on player health is really interesting because basketball i think is one of the few sports yeah. where the the, the 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 sport isn't uh or the league isn't asking players to sacrifice their health for exactly. the sport right yeah like like football it's such a like football you have to get injured basically to play the game <laughs> hockey yeah. too yeah uh, but basketball, or you have to injure someone else. Uh, in in the case of like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I was uh, curious. Yeah, running backs and strength. <laughs> Do you guys but, know uh, what that entails? The health aspect of this player health. I'm not sure exactly what that means at this point. What what does that entail? Uh, Kevin, I think you were you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in like the messages we were exchanging before the before the, we started taping. But, yes. Like, what, do, what do you think? So it's things like schedule breakdown. They're going to shorten the preseason so they can start the season earlier and have fewer back to backs and four games and five nights. Like try and get rid of those entirely, um, and just generally generally reduce the wear of the schedule on players is like one of the main things. Mm-hmm. And then also things yeah. like mental health and 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 like also tr- uh, trying to remove. Um, some of their, or not remove, but change some of their arcane drug testing policies. So, like, if a guy <laughs> wants to smoke a joint, he yeah. can. Did you see uh, uh, Silver's? Go ahead, Jacob. Oh, sorry. Thanks. Sorry. Uh, the cynic in me. I promise I'll come next time, by the way, so that I'm not constantly interrupting. <laughs> no worries. No, 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 no. It's all great. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, the, the cynic in me wants to say that like this is all about protecting their investment in the players. Sure, absolutely. Um, I, totally I actually, yeah. d- I do think though that the league has noticed that you know these are like you know just from a physical standpoint these are large human beings mm-hmm. who have the problems of large yeah, human beings. Bad and it's not normal that people like Daryl Dawkins are dying at like sixty-one yeah. or whatever. Uh, you know, like that's not. I, I don't think they're happy with that. I don't think that's something that's that they look at as positive. Yeah, they want that to be their legacy. I, I know. We, yeah, I, I was just gonna say, like, I I think like they probably look at a guy like Bill Russell and think like, man, I want every major prominent NBA player. Yeah, to, to be, be hanging out till to he's be 80. That, yeah, to be hanging hanging out, right. meeting young players. Yeah. Like, they want that fraternity, fraternity real bad. Yeah, if you look at um, NFL and NHL players, uh, there was this great movie this summer, uh, I think it was Ice Guardians, uh, about, like, and we all know the crazy problems that these athletes face from 
trauma, head trauma, and then uh, addiction to painkillers. Yeah, yeah. It's a big, and big thing. and a, I think the NFL has taken the lead on saying that marijuana is far superior pain yeah, reliever to Vicodin. To yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, hopefully that goes in the right direction there. And I heard it was actually kind of funny. Uh, Silver said in an interview. Uh, that the league's official policy is that we strongly prefer you don't smoke yeah, marijuana. I think, that is, I think that's. Do you think oh, any, wow. any yeah. player is going to say like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> so many said players strongly before he yeah. said. So prefer. many players, yeah. like like. If, if you're going to smoke marijuana, smoke it in the arena so we know where you are. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> we'll smoke drive. We'll give you a ride home after. Yeah. Yeah. So so many players read that. And lit up a joint. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So many players are like, it's time. <laughs> that, Although, is, that is green light 101. Poor Mitch McGarry. Like, no kidding. Comes a bit late. For yeah. Him. Oh, man. Guy got like, he lost uh, <laughs> all sorts of credibility for smoking weed. Or that, that Tunsil football player kid with the bong mask who lost oh, it. Yeah. He, his draft pick went oh, down like Jesus. 100 spots because yeah. of that. Oh, man. Yeah, he looked look cool, but. Um, <laughs> Priorities. Well, I, I have an idea for a segment. So, uh. If uh, you wouldn't mind participating, Matt, Joe, oh man, Jacob, <laughs> on the spot. Um, yeah. So, uh, pro line has started for basketball. Very exciting in the NBA, and uh, just to kind of you know test our might without actually betting, I thought it would be a fun game if uh, me, Kevin, and Matt uh, take a guess on some games every episode, and then we also get the guests to uh, guess. And we tally the score. You okay. guys, you guys, right. into it or what? You guys yeah. are, you guys are on team guest. Are you okay with that? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's a good guess. That's a good team. Yeah, team guess. <laughs> Let's do and, this, man. You know, team guess. If you disagree, that's fine. You just get one in each category. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, it'll, it'll be fun and weird. It's be There's weird. no we've consequences. Got, yeah, right, we've got yeah. jerseys for you guys still. Yeah. <laughs> Gift yeah. bags, orange mm. slices. We're good to go. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So the first game. So yeah, all these games are taking place basically in like uh, tonight. Cool. Um, are we are we picking against the spread? Is that yes? Is that what's happening? So, Does yeah. everyone know what that means? Okay. Oh, you're doing. I, yeah, cool. I will. Uh, okay, I was gonna explain. explain it. Do, do you go ahead and explain? I'll explain it anyway. for the listeners. I don't know. So a point spread basically is how much Vegas or the odds makers has favored the particular team to win by. Mm-hmm. So an example would be. Uh, well, I will, I'll give you some examples, but um, you know, Raptors Cleveland tonight is in Cleveland. They're probably favoring Cleveland by, I don't know, seven points yeah, or something. Seven, yeah. So if Cleveland wins by seven or more, and you say they're going to cover, then you win that bet. Yeah. So if Cleveland is expected to win by seven, and you say Raptors, and Cleveland wins by six All or right. less, yeah. then you win the bet. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, one yeah. outcome has to be right. Right. Mm-hmm. In this scenario. Yeah. Okay. Um, does that make sense, everybody? Yes. yes. Right. Okay. So okay. are you going to give us the spread? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Matt, if you wouldn't mind keeping track of our uh, all-time scores. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, That's a big notebook. Jeez. Yeah. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Jacob. Um, uh, the first one on the uh, on the old list today is Brooklyn at okay. uh, at. Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading the website. This is from. Um, it's, it's Atlanta at Miami and Atlanta is favored by seven. Okay. Who's kicking off? Sorry. I should also, I should also say that a lot of these are like, 
Atlanta's favored by 6.5. Right. But I'm just going to oh, okay. round it up right, because right, it's yeah, basketball. Yeah. And you well, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. A huge <laughs> difference. Well, that half point. Yeah, man. Um, so Atlanta's favored by seven, and they're, and they're playing in Miami. Is Bosch but, playing? No, <laughs> Bosch is not playing. Okay, I'm going to consider that. <laughs> what do you think, Jacob? This is this is for me. I gotta. I gotta is, yeah, you're on, you're on you. the spot. Okay, um, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, the, the thing is, like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think Atlanta's gonna gonna take that because okay. Howard is probably the only person who can actually contain Whiteside. Plus, they're missing Dragic. I love it. Jacob's going with Atlanta. Schroeder's gonna beat up Dragic. Dragic isn't even playing. Ooh, bada boom. Busted his ankle. Oh, that's oh, Kevin's withholding information oh, on Jacob. Um, that's oh, he's compa- Yeah, he's competitive. Uh, look at his face. <laughs> no, Jacob literally <laughs> just said that. Um, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I got you, buddy. Listen, I, I, I've been considering whether I should pick him up off waivers because someone just dropped him. Oh, I would. And it's been, I would do it's been it. Been oh, a yeah, angel devil situation for the last two days. Yeah, I'd say pick him up for if, sure. If the devil says pick him up, I make make me the devil. Yeah, Ke- Kevin, <laughs> if you, if you want to dance with the devil, you got to be Just the devil. Give right? me a reason. Um, yeah, I'll piggyback on that. I completely agree. Yeah, Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Atlanta? Yeah. Um, I also agree. I think Miami's going to score like twenty points without Dragic in there. Okay. Okay. Atlanta. Um, Matt. Um, Hot Atlanta. I like to stir the pot. Uh oh. Mm. And I like Winslow. I think uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Miami, but right. it's gonna be a it's gonna be a nail biter. Okay. Yep. I'm also gonna go Miami. Yes. Just oh. to stir the pot just up to, a little bit. Just and, to make some soups. And I'm going to say that uh, whoever comes out for play, playing point guard for Miami is surprises Atlanta a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Atlanta will win by six. Um, Which means right. we'll win. Yes. We'll win. I mean, that means, <laughs> that means we win, Matt. Okay, moving on to the next one, if you got all those in the database. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so Joe, this time we're going to start with you. Sure. Um, Charlotte is playing in Minnesota, and Charlotte's favored by two. Mm. Oh, Oh, I'm going to have to go with... uh, Did Charlotte play last night? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to go with Minnesota, young and dangerous. Okay. Joe's going Minnesota. Kevin. Charlotte by two in Minnesota. Who do you got? Let me go by Charlotte. They're still rolling. Minnesota hasn't quite figured it out, although Wiggins is starting to starting to really show me something here. Mm-hmm. Towns is Towns is not yep. going to stop anyone inside. Wiggins, I don't co- think. Wiggins coming off a forty-seven point game. I know, I know. I think it's going to be a little bit of a dip. I think they're still they're still getting their sea legs. Okay, these timber puppies. So you say Charlotte by two. Say Charlotte by two. Okay, Matt. Now, if it's Charlotte by two or more. Will I still win? Yes. yes. Yep. Okay, yeah, I'll go Charlotte. Yeah, okay. I'm also going to go Charlotte. Oh. Joe, you're all by yourself right now. <laughs> Good thing uh, I'm not here weekly. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, you going Minnesota or Charlotte? Charlotte favored by two in uh, Minnesota. I'm, I'm going to say Charlotte, too. I think it's for all the reasons... Yeah, that, w- that were said before. They just, I think they're just too good right now. Yeah, yeah they're mm-hmm. they're playing great. Uh, it should be a very yeah. good game though. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna be a fun watch. If yeah. you're if you're hanging out, mm-hmm. if you're league watching the game, yeah. um, great. So, uh, what else we got here? Um, T dot. No, uh, T dot. I can't find not on, here. Not on the ticket. It's one of those. You're probably ones. right though. It's like probably a seven point. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those ones that like it's. Uh, I yeah. Sometimes uh, I don't get on there. Oh, also, it's after seven, so it's already started. Probably. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, fair enough. 
Um, okay, so we also have um, Chicago at Portland. Kevin, we're going to start with you this time. Okay. Portland's favored by four at home against Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to take Portland on that one. Okay. Chicago's not playing the, playing much D right now, and I think uh, it's going to be lightening up. All right. Portland is. Matt? I'm going to go with Chicago. Dwayne Wade. What's up, oh. Dwayne? Feeling it. Just feeling it. Hey, that was, that was weird and great. Um, it's like he, it's like it was an actual slogan that everybody yeah. knows, yeah. except it you know. for sure wasn't. It what's wasn't, up, Dwayne? It was just Matt saying, what's up, Dwayne? That's Dwayne Wade's catchphrase. Um, what's up, Dwayne? That's pretty great, though. Uh, what was the spread on that one? Four. The spread is Portland by four. Um, I'm also going to go Portland yeah. by four. Uh, Jacob, what about you? Uh, I think Rondo is not going to play that game. Or if he's playing, he's playing on a, a wonky angle. Oh, crap. So Chicago's going to win. <laughs> you, that's just, I, I don't think that those are the, those are the tools for stopping Lillard. So I yeah. think that that's, uh, I think that's Portland's game. Cool. Yeah. Could, same. same. Joe, you're agree up with last? all the above. Portland? Everyone's yeah, saying Portland. And it's in Portland. What that's up, a Dwayne? great crowd. What up, Dwayne? Yeah. And then I like how this time it was even shorter and like made, it was like less audible. Yeah. <laughs> um, perfect. Uh, okay. Last, last, uh, but not least, um, we have Brooklyn mm-hmm. in LA, Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers. Okay. Um, Matt, we're going to start with you. Okay. Lakers spread? favored by seven. <sighs> Whoa. Brooklyn in LA. Um, I'm going to definitely, wow. Uh, Lakers have been better this year, though. They right? have been. Yeah, yeah. like they've been, they're like in, in the playoffs right now. They might right? be the most interesting um, team in the league. Yeah, I'm going to definitely say the Lakes are going to just ruin that team. Yeah. By seven, you said? By seven. Oh, yeah, by like 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bye-bye, Dwayne, or whatever Bye-bye, Dwayne. <laughs> um, okay, perfect. Uh, uh, I'm up next. I'm going to go Brooklyn, just because I think that... Um, this is a perfect game for a team like the Lakers to actually lose. To have a little yeah. letdown. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Brooklyn. Um, Jacob, you're up next. LA by seven um, uh, at home against Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, I, I, that's a tough one because Brooklyn played last night, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they I did. think yeah, you're right. They did. They're on a back to back. And that, yeah, back to back on the road. On the road, is, yeah. Is, That's oh, what I asked earlier. But, yeah. But, but here's the thing Brooklyn played last night, but Brooke Lopez didn't. Just for rest, just Ooh. not not in the injury. So mm-hmm. I. Ah, that's tough. Ah, I'm, I'm going to say the. Mm, I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to take the riskier bet. I'm going to say it's Brooklyn. Ooh, cool. okay. I'm going to take the Lake Show because, uh, in the words of a great executive, fuck Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ooh, the, nice Lake Sh- <laughs> the Lake Show is uh, kismet right now. They seem. Yeah, they are fun to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, Kev, wrap it up. Wrap up the pod. Ooh. Something I never thought I'd be saying. Oh, my God. He's going to say something. Brooklyn doesn't look that bad this year. Whoa. <laughs> uh, they, they're playing above their skill level. Is this the game of the year? Versus the two teams that everyone thought wouldn't win a game, yeah, but somehow are not not embarrassing oh, themselves yeah. on a I, nightly basis. I could see Lakers winning this game by five, by seven. No way. Oh wow, Kevin got all chance. serious. He did like a uh, <laughs> like a cool like S Club sign after that. Yeah. Are we all going to be up at one o'clock in the morning to find out? Absolutely. Yeah. Scola at the buzzer. Uh, Brooklyn. I give them six and a half. I don't think they'll win by seven. I exactly. Thank Same. you. 
Um, Brooklyn, it is. Um, guys, thanks so much for for coming on the pod for Thank for you. chatting ball. Oh, with yes, us. it's so great. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to be there next time. We'll get you. We'll get you there in person. We also we don't always tape on Tuesday, so that'll that'll be good too. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that'll be perfect. Yeah, um, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh, Joe, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, if you guys want to make it up to 4920 Young Street, I'll be making uh, pizzas there for the rest of my life. Amazing. Uh, that sounds so fun. Hey, I'm yeah. coming and, to get a pizza. And when you say rest of your life, that makes me think like Hero Dreams of Sushi. You know what yeah, I mean? So like, yeah. you're really a long burn type of yes, attraction. Yes, like, yeah. Rest of my life. Okay, yeah. wow. So art installation up at uh, 4029. <laughs> yeah, my whole uh, career is an interactive art piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. Nice. Um, uh, Jacob, what you got going on these days? Uh, am I the asshole who plugs a TV show that he's yes. working on? No, yes, you are that That's asshole. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I was prompting you to do. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the, the Beaverton TV show, I think Ooh. it's on Wednesdays at 10.30. Check it out. Check you can also catch, catch it at comedynetwork.ca. Even a little bit. I tried so hard. <laughs> hey, that's plug-in for three, actually, yeah. so that's good. There you go. Yeah. And, of course, Kevin, obviously, is a big part of the Beaverton. That's right. So Check check, check us out Check well. us out online, Beaverton, thebeaverton.com. Yeah. Um, my Freddy's bro- brother. Yeah. My brother's yeah. on it. Oh, so, um, that's right. Yes. Yes. The whole yeah. world's on it. Yep. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, yeah, this is a great, great time. Cool. Congrats on your new niece, by the way. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Mariana, yes. you know, yeah. she's uh, three months oh, old. Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Yes. So good times there. Mm-hmm. She's like, was following me with her eyes. On Twitter? Yeah, she started. Yeah, on, on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, she she uploaded uh, a, a, a GIF of her, just eyes? her eyes following me. <laughs> yeah. She just started like... She started an account with an egg. Uh, and the rest of the pictures are just the yeah. camera inside her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really, teething, really. Teething. I don't know how she tweeted it at me, but um, yeah. I'm just hey, scared. kids these days. I'm man. scared. Yeah, it's a different fast. world. All right. Bye, guys. Okay. Cheers. Bye bye. Hello. See ya. See ya. Can anyone around here speak basketball? This has been the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Douse and Freddie Revis. Please subscribe and rate on iTunes and Stitcher. And check out talkolly.co for more great podcasts. <laughs> so that, sorry, that was rate and talkolly.com? <laughs> it was. Great. I, I wanted to ask what those are. That's my number one question of you guys. Bye, guys.